On this episode of the Silly Goose Podcast, we transition from the comedy stage to the diamond-shaped playing field. On this day, we need not talk about jokes, but about the joke of the sports world in 2020, baseball. Let's get right into it. You, me, yeah, you, what? I told you, dear, I switched to tea, I'm trying to keep my gut healthy. You, me, yeah, you, it's fine by me, I'll drink it up if you want tea, you're out of luck. Welcome back to the pod, everyone. Silly Goose Podcast, episode two, numero dos, for my Spanish speakers out there. And it's Friday, and we're going to try this new little thing I like to call Field of Dreams Friday, where we don't really talk about comedy, more we talk about baseball, my other true passion in life. So feel good. Uh, Field of Dreams Friday is where we're basically just going to cover all things baseball, and I know there's not much to talk about, but we're going to talk about it in these rough times. So batting first today, the burning question, when will baseball return? Now, obviously opening day and the season entirely has been completely postponed indefinitely until they can figure something out within the next few months, if we're even allowed to gather by then. But what Major League Baseball is trying to do, and I will give them credit for at least trying to do something, organizations have not been able to figure out how to deal with what's going on. Baseball, that is, is trying to see if they can play all of their games in Arizona, where most of the spring training facilities are. And what the plan is, according to ESPN.com, is... All 30 teams would be playing games uh, with no fans, obviously, in the Phoenix area. And that would include Chase Field, the home of the Arizona Diamondbacks, my second favorite team now that I'm at school over in, in Arizona. But And then there's obviously more spring training facilities nearby that they can play at. And the players, coaching staff, and other essential personnel would be uh, put up at local hotels where they would still be living in isolation from each other and travel only to and from the stadium. Now, what does that do for teams, you might be asking? Well, it's really, really hard to regain a sense of chemistry with guys you're only seeing when you show up to and from the ballpark. Baseball is a very individualized game where the ball comes to you. It's only you that can make it happen. But to play well, it requires a sense of companionship, friendship, and just one common goal. And it's really hard to get a grasp of that. When you're not seeing these guys more often than two hours at a time when you're just ready to play a game. And especially what they're planning on doing, which is sitting all the players separately in the stands rather than in their own respective dugouts. Now, 
I don't know if you've ever been to a baseball game, but they have concrete stairs and, and, and flooring. And I don't know if you've ever worn metal spikes on concrete, but that is a very, very slippery surface when you get right down to it. And trying to hustle down those stairs when your name is called to go to the bullpen, that could be very, very dangerous. There could be some serious health implications going on there where players might fall, twist an ankle, snap a knee. I don't know. But these are all things that have to go into consideration when making these types of choices. But these are all just speculation at this point. No one really knows because we just don't know when anything is going to be okay to do again. But along with this plan, the insiders of baseball are saying that there's a possible chance of eliminating the American League and the National League for this season entirely and going to two different uh, leagues, the Grapefruit League and the Cactus League. So the Grapefruit and Cactus League are the normal spring training leagues where East Coast teams go down to Florida for the Grapefruit League and then 15 other teams from the West go to the Cactus League in Arizona, which is where they're planning on having all these games. So, I don't really know. It would be three divisions of each of each league. So, it would be five teams in each league rather than, than well, I mean, it would basically still be the same thing, but they're just rearranging who's going to be with who rather than the depth of each uh, division. So I think that could be definitely interesting. So we could potentially be seeing like the Cubs being in a division with the Angels or, or the Dodgers and the Dodgers playing up against the Astros. Do you know what I mean? These All these teams could be competing in ways that they've never competed before. The, the, the Braves could be going up against, I don't know, the, the Tampa Bay Rays for a division title like it anything can really happen at this point if they're saying how they're going to rearrange each league and I don't know how it's gonna go if it's gonna go when it's gonna go but at least they're trying and that's really what matters but I have another hot question and a very strong opinion on this next one so, I'm a New York Mets fan. I live in New York. I'm from New York. Born and raised a Mets fan. I bleed blue and orange. But I'm not biased in any way. Um, recent nostalgia of just the lack of new content has raised a very, very burning question among New York Mets fans. Should the Mets bring back the classic 98 alternate black jerseys? And some SNY writer, baseball writer, had a very bad take on 
why the Mets should not be using these uniforms. He said it was the worst thing that they've ever done and they should never return. Let's see who this guy is. Okay. Andy Martino, who works for SNY, covers the Mets and the Yankees for years, and he had a very, very strong opinion. He said that the New York Mets black jerseys are trash. And he called it the most important thing he's ever written. Now, this got a lot of people upset because players on the Mets are begging for these jerseys to come back along with 99.9% of Mets fans. He said in recent months, a troubling trend has emerged and it's time we addressed it. Several prominent Mets players and many fans have spoken up about uh, in favor of the black jerseys to return that the team wore from their alternate uniform. So, yes. Great players like Pete Alonzo, Marcus Stroman, J.D. Davis, and Dom Smith have told our own SNY crew that they would like a chance to wear the, glorif the glorified beer league tops. Glorified? I don't know what this man is talking about. So the black uniforms have this beautiful cohesion to them. They have the classic the throwback Mets layered color pattern of the font that they have so each letter number has like three different layers of color it's blue orange and white on these black jerseys and then the black jerseys have blue piping uh, by the buttons and then blue piping on the sleeves these jerseys brought some really really sick moments for the Mets the Mets uh, basically made a World Series run in 2000 in these uniforms Mike Piazza iconic home runs in that uniform David Wright iconic home runs iconic moments John Franco you know Alf Edgardo Alfonso all those guys Jose Reyes legging out triples back in the day. There is no reason for these uniforms not to, to make a comeback. And it doesn't have to be the exact same one. This Instagram account, Mets Designs, made a beautiful updated version of it with the Nike logo and everything, making it a little bit more 2020. It still had that iconic feel to it. But it was just a little bit different. It was a little bit more updated because the Mets don't have that layered look anymore. They really switched back to the classic, just blue and orange. But the design... And Pete Alonso even put it on his Instagram story. That's how much he liked it. Pete Alonso has been the, been the biggest advocate of these uniforms since day one. And by the way, Pete Alonso... Let me just talk about him for a second. He is a very rare specimen in New York as soon as he came up to help the Mets last year he has done nothing but praise and excite 
the fans of the New York Mets. And I really strongly believe that Pete Alonso, even though he, he's only a second-year player, he's young, he's 26, 27 years old, or 26 years old right now, I think he has the chops to become a captain of this, the next captain of this team. Even though David Wright just retired and the last one before him was Keith Hernandez back in the 80s. And captains of baseball are really gone at this point. It just really isn't a thing anymore ever since Derek Jeter and Derek Wright retired. I think he could really, really just keep this fan base going for the next 15 years God willing, he stays healthy and productive for that long. He loves being a Met. He loves embracing New York and what it has to offer. I love the guy. And he's a great player. He's one of the best hitters in all of baseball right now. Reigning rookie of the year. Reigning home run champ. Home run rookie record. It's all insane what he's doing, and especially the way he's handling himself. He's not treating himself like a superstar. He's treating himself like a guy that wants to make a city excited and happy again to be a contender and a winner soon enough. But that's just me on Pete Alonso and the Mets. And, I mean, there's really nothing else to talk about these days. I hope everyone is... Staying inside, staying healthy, sanitizing, using the gloves and the face masks, as people are telling you to do. Me, personally, I'm doing everything I can. I'm still going out for runs, but I'm putting a mask on when I do it. I would like to see more people wearing masks while they're outside, but that's just me. Anyway, I think that's going to do it for the podcast today. And I'll see you next week. You, me, yeah, you. What? I told you, dear, I switched to tea. I'm trying to keep my gut.